Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. can I just deep sigh in a day before I reach a daily photo it's a soothing intro to a podcast too like it all fades out and we're going in and it's just a nice everyone breathe in breathe out (laughs) hi (laughs) welcome to into the twilight your new asthma podcast today we're going to focus on deep breathing and then we just start cussing just screaming <laughs> just <something>. yeah <laughs> i wish my voice literally had the physical capability to do asthma but i just can't go low enough i just can't i can't be that soft i have to yell i same first of all um but that's not true because you are half asthma <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that half first. man half asthma <laughs> i love that because that also includes half assed and that's <laughs> me um that's great no i love that the problem is is i would be terrified to do asthma because i'd be afraid that when i got like real close to the mic and i was like whispering real close that i would just like snort or something (laughs) or like absolutely and something like fucked up would happen and my audio would be ruined or worse i can you do asthma on twitch probably and then i would just like fuck up and it'd be like well my career is over, so bye. <laughs> I'll never work in the asthma business again. <laughs> yep, cast out, so that's Blacklisted great. from all of asthma. Oh, Cody, how are you doing? I am grand. Oh, well, Sold tell me Sold a lot more. of disco shirts today. Really I, feeling the vibe. That, you know what? When I think of candle nights, I oh do God. think of disco shirts. Elaborate, please. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just finish that sentence. I mean, I feel like that's a complete thought. No, no. (laughs) Not even a little bit. I go up to the podium. I say that sentence. I walk away. (laughs) And that's how I'm... And that's my announcement. I leave my <laughs> I leave my note cards on the podium. I take a bow and then I walk away. So you um, had several note cards for that one that one thought. Hey, I have really poor vision. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like fifteen note cards taped to each other. It's just uh, disco shirts equals candle night. <laughs> Nothing else. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's a complete <laughs> thought. There's, there's really, you can see candle nights. And then when you think about, you think of bright lights, you think of cheer, you think of movement. See, this is the elaborate, the, the elaboration I needed. This is Then you think of a disco shirt. Great. Okay, now that we've made yeah. that logical leap, how are you doing today? Well, Cody, I do have some news for you. Oh, please tell me. And I... I don't really know how it's going to affect the podcast, okay. other than maybe my accent. But I do <laughs> okay. have to announce that I am moving to the Jersey Shore. Wow, that's that's really exciting. Because my gang is getting back together. That is true. And therefore, it is my civic duty, my cultural duty, <laughs> to yes, return please. to my homeland and to GTL. 
So right. So I you're going ne- from like pasty vampire boys in the Pacific Northwest to just like orange, sweet gelled down dudes <laughs> to Atlantic <laughs> City gambling shoes. vampires. Yeah, well, hey, to mafia yes. vampires. Yes. To my family. They're both no. different families, you know. On the coast. Yeah. Y- the other know. coast. What if everyone on the Jersey Shore was a vampire? Discuss. <laughs> um, when my worlds collide. <laughs> Literally, so at that time when the Jersey Shore was there, I was also like in the heights of my, my Twihard fandom. And sure, okay. so that would, if you could go back and tell my early childhood self that, she would have lost her banana bread. That yeah. would be a huge thing. But yeah, yeah so... I love laundry. I love tanning. Totally. Totally. (laughs) As you can tell. I love to get swole. So, you know, I'm there and it's my family. And so I'll be replacing Sammy. (laughs) And so that's my news for you. See you on the other side, everyone listening. (laughs) Literally, literally see you on the other side. I will return an Atlantic City vampire. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I'm very happy for you. Yes. So... There we go. As far as announcements go that are actually like real and legitimate, when this comes out on Monday, that coming week, there's got to be an easier way to say this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Next weekend. Two days, subtract four, go forward three weeks in time, go back to the future. (laughs) fucking episodes. And every time that we talk about time, I have an existential crisis. Like, (laughs) I understand that it may seem like a bit. It's just honestly a trope, like, of my character. Anyway, this weekend, when you're listening to this, will be PodCon up in Seattle. I'm traveling up north towards my homeland of Forks. And there are going to be a couple of exciting things happen. One, I'll be there. So if you see me, hi, I'll be giving out Into the Twilight merch. But two, Cody, could you do the honors of telling folks what to expect for our next episode? Cool. Let me do a a soft drum roll. It was. It's soft, and it's beautiful, and it's great. Thank you. Um, courtesy of my hips. Anyway, we are doing an episode of the podcast with Coffee with Rachel. Rachel and Chris from Coffee with Rachel. Obviously, you know who they are. It honestly wouldn't be right to go up to Seattle and not be with the beans themselves. Of you course, know? yes. So we'll be discussing Breaking Dawn Part 1, the movie, with... I just Them. I can't even get <laughs> like I'm I'm very excited about this because it's going to be a very lively discussion. Our first guest be great on the movie topic, so it'll be great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now I just want Rachel to come to Chicago just so I can take a photo of them at the Bean, so it can be like the Beans. I feel like I feel like Rachel and the Bean might merge at that point, though. <laughs> like absolutely, especially <laughs> this is a very Chicago centric um, reference I'm going to be making right now. But I've talked to you a little bit about this. Um, the Bean has become a meme here in yes! Chicago and Facebook, and people are making like events about like just touching the Bean and like like saying I love you to the Bean and all sorts of stuff. It's been a nightmare. Um, but <laughs> because of that, I feel like Rachel and the Bean are now one because they are just meme queens, and that's great. Right. Yeah, I think that that's perfect. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it for about 17 different reasons, but especially because when we ran Twitter polls earlier this past week, the universe decided that Breaking Dawn was definitively the best out of the saga. So it'll Mm. be interesting to unpack that with new people. 
I love so it. that'll be great. Cody, would you like to talk about some current events with me? Uh, let's fucking do it, my dude. Which one would you like to talk about first? I mean, we can start with this um, Steph nonsense. It, it is kind of nonsense, yes. Would you like A to explain? A fish nonsense. Um, <laughs> yes. So Check it off your bingo boards, please. Again, on the never-ending press tour for good time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It'll be like a year. It's never going to be over. Yep. Robert Pattinson did an interview, and he's talking about good time and all these things, blah, 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 blah. The only thing of note is that he says, I really like the hunt. Yep. And that's the, f- the really only quote that matters, because Steph was like, hey man, I know you like the hunt, and also, I like the hunt. Let me, like, fucking freak out about this on Twitter. And she did on Fickle Fish Films, and it was disgusting. <laughs> the problem is, is that she doesn't even have Google Alerts set up for our pets and case do, like I do. The only wow. thing that she has Google Alerts set up for is hunt, and hunting, and cars, and rocks, because she had spells one. And so when she saw the hunt come up and she was like, oh shit, I need to read this article, of course. And then she was like, Robert said this? I obviously <laughs> need to freak out. Robert? <laughs> yes. Like, um, okay, damn. Yeah, it was a lot. The other one that I thought was of note from this week is from goodoldfoodandwine.com. Hey. And that sounds like a sponsorship. It's not. It's just, I. that sounds I like a reputable wish. Are you website. kidding me? I... Wish. Food and wine? Hit me up. <laughs> I'll take the food. Cody will take the wine. It'll be lit. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then every week we'll switch. Um, <laughs> this is such an interesting article for so many reasons because, again, press tour for the good Never time. ending. Yeah. <laughs> and in order to promote that, because the good time is now on DVD and Blu-ray, which like, when did that happen? They have the movie poster on pizza boxes. Hey. In select New York City pizza spots. So great. <sighs> also, I just, oh, that's all I wanted in life. But I just, yeah. I'm looking at this photo and I don't really eat pepperoni anymore, but like the little pepperonis, objectively better than regular pepperoni. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that's my hot Just, take. <laughs> that's my hot take today. <laughs> I don't fuck with um, meat, but if you do, get those little pepperonis. Get those they just little get, pepperonis. They get crisper. Yeah. You know? And I like just. You can see the crispness on this. Uh, sometimes you just want to crunch, you know? <laughs> Every time you say crunch, I can't do it. <laughs> well, that's good to know that if we ever have a steering contest and I need to break you, crunch. That's cheating. You can't or just doobie. Say, things, <laughs> say things in a steering contest is cheating because you know how to make people laugh. Yeah, I'll say crunch the doobie. And oh you'll... my God. God, I'm going to have a minefield of just great audio ephemera of you just saying the most. Oh, that's a word. Ephemera? Yeah. Um, yeah, I go to college. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lecture me about that, first of all. But yeah, hey kids, just to pop in here real quick. This is your host, Allie and Cody. Go to college. That's all we have to say. <laughs> just let him know. Let him know. Why not? <laughs> Maybe not um, grad school because, you know, the textbooks come and not going to great for that, but... Fucking get listen. Your get your bachelor's. Stay in school, kids. Would you like to get to these questions with of me? Of course. Okay. So the first one that we've got here is... Oh, dear. Obviously, the name Bella chose for her kids suck. <laughs> if it were up to you... What name would you two have chosen? Oh, boy. So, Cody. Yeah. We get a name. 
We get to choose a child. Someone comes to us and they say, you two have the pleasure of naming this <laughs> child. What's this child's name? Uh, I just, the problem with the name is that it's two different names <laughs> just slapstick together. And it's like, hey, this is a real life human name. It's not. It's dumb. And I hate it. But, <sighs> like, because, like, Renee's a cute name. Esme is a cute name. Either any name that's just a name, great. I love it. Live your truth. Any name that's just a name. That's just a fucking <laughs> real name. All right? Yeah. Great. I just, like, if we're really going to, like, I don't know. I'm not a fucking baby namer. I don't know what's great. But, like, if we're going to do callbacks, I think, like, maybe Jessica would be cute. Ooh. Jessica Swan. But, fuck, I don't know. Literally you any were... other name. You and I were going completely different directions for this. I um, I was thinking of Aaron because nobody knows who is Aaron. An enigma. Um, you could do it with an E. You could do it with an A. You could do it with two A's. You could do it oh, with two right. A's. Yeah. And you could have it be a reference to the Key and Peel sketch. Whatever works for you, Teacher Bliss. And it's um, gender neutral depending on your spelling. Like, you get, it could work for exactly. any, any baby. Yeah. And it's one of those names that it's like, depending on where you place the emphasis, it sounds yeah. so strong. Like, Aaron? And then it's like, <laughs> oh, my sphincter just clenched. Like, I'm so scared. <laughs> Um, like, Never thought I'd hear you say sphincter on this podcast, but damn, here we Listen, are. this is your vocabulary corner. <laughs> stay in school, kids. <laughs> Every, guys, please, stay in school. <laughs> Don't leave. Let's <sighs> just never you get leave. on in there. <laughs> yeah, you just nestle in and never leave. <laughs> That's your home now. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. Oh, oh, it's terrifying, especially because I'm a teacher that we are giving this advice. Uh, okay, so the next person asked questions that wh- they put it towards me, but I feel like it works for anything. The question was, did I ever have a period of internal misogyny type Twilight hating, or did I always wholeheartedly love Twilight? Case do especially get so much hate, mm-hmm. and especially like when our generation was a little bit younger, that internal misogyny was the strong. Yeah. So I would say the standard of like hating Kristen because of the fact that she was playing Bella, therefore getting Edward, therefore getting the life that I was supposed to want. Like I never did that. Mm -hmm. But I remember looking at some of those articles that said that like she was a bad actor because she played the same character and everything. Um, And when I was younger, I was like, yeah. But now she's the love of my life. And so I, growth, ki- stay in school, kids. You can grow <laughs> and grow past your internal misogyny. I always loved Twilight. I just feel like the opinions that you have when you're 13 are hopefully yeah. not the same ones you have a decade later. Word. <laughs> I mean, God, I would hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. The next two are sort of connected, but they were asked by different people. So these people asked... What do we think the characters' favorite foods are, if they had to choose? And if the characters own businesses, what would their business be about and the name? Oh, I love it. So there's so much here. I feel like we've touched on the businesses a little bit, like with yeah. Alice and the design and, and yeah. those kinds of things. When browsing through our Tumblr, because I'm always lurking, um, I see everything. So 
you know, keep an eye out for that. Um, but there's, <laughs> I'm always there's, watching. <laughs> I'm always there. Uh, if, even when you think I'm not, I'm always there. It's a teacher problem. And there's this kind of like fan theory about Esme having a, a green thumb. Mm-hmm. And so I just love the idea of her owning like a nursery and oh. just like loving plants. Yeah. Plant mom. Yeah. Um, as far it- as foods go, there has to be something to be said about Jasper loving like southern food right i mean like like if he had to right if they had to eat of course um i don't know like grits or i don't think grits you know (laughs) i just out of all of the foods that exist i don't think i'm trying to think of what southern foods are this is so embarrassing dude i'm Um, pretty fucked with some cornbread or like um, oh my god collard greens even fried chicken you kidding me but definitely oh cornbread, God. like cornbread at the top. Cornbread or cornbread? Yeah. Yeah. The two genders. <laughs> yeah. Are you cornbread or are you cornbread? <laughs> oh, my God. Now uh, I feel like we've said corn too many times that Chris is like, yes. <laughs> my listening. bad signal is up. Um, Hello? I have a weird inclination to download this episode of this podcast. I don't know what it is. My soul. Um, yes. Okay. As far as foods go for other people, I feel like Edward probably has a guilty pleasure for something. Yeah. Maybe like candy or chocolate. Yeah. I feel like but there like was some dark. expensive shit. Ooh. Yeah. But I feel like there were those dark days when he got moved into the garage, you know, and he was kind of like sulky and shit that he was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm going to be single forever. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want. And maybe he eats like bougie chocolate yeah. or something. Or maybe he just, like, the day after Valentine's Day, he raids Walgreens and he's like, oh let me my get everything God. you got. <laughs> Give me. Oh, Give me those, all like, Those, like, fucking Russell Stover heart things. That's, yes. like, the amuse-bouche of chocolates. Yes, correct. As far as businesses, I feel like, I mean, Carlisle's already chasing his bliss, right? It's true. And Emmett would work in a zoo so that at night when he was closing, he wrestled the animals. That's all I have to say. Wow, I love it. Very, <laughs> very visceral. <laughs> uh yeah and rosalie (laughs) rosalie wouldn't work because that would require socializing with people so like why do that when you could just rig the stock market you know (laughs) that's that's fair she'd be one of those people in the hospitals that like holds preemies you know Mm -hmm. it's like baby fix but she'd have to like wear a heating pad inside her jacket so that she wasn't freezing you know something cute or whatever i don't know so cody yeah we have the most talk about today for these last two chapters we've been shitting on jacob for the past couple weeks about like oh this is another filler week oh we've got more filler chapters what do you know and then we get these last two chapters where they're all chock full of shit literally literally (laughs) literally um so I'm excited to dive in because I have no idea what your thoughts are about any of this so it's gonna be great Breaking Dawn, Chapter 17. What do I look like? The Wizard of Oz? You need a brain? You need a heart? Go ahead. Take mine. Take everything I have. (sighs) Welcome to the melodramatic chapter of the two this week. I don't know about you, Cody, but the first uh, two-thirds of this chapter are trash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're not wrong. (laughs) Because as we left off last week... Edward threw keys at Jacob, and he was like, get out of here. Uh, get, scram. <laughs> he was just, like, chasing him with the broom, like, hey, 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 get out of here. 
Um, that's fucked up, but it's probably a funny image. Anyway, so now Jacob's like, fuck this. I'm going to go wreck this car. I hate this. I hate myself. Um, which, like, damn, Jacob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, I know this is you're... supposed to be helpful, not... <laughs> I know you're an adolescent and, like, melodrama and shit, but, like, can you tone it down just, like, two notches, please? Have you tried listening to Lord? Maybe it'll help you process your emotions a little bit more. To be honest, like... Can you turn on 21 Pilots or, like, The Killers or something? Like, get it out musically, not Come on. breaking some metal. But the problem is, is that Steph fucks with cars. And so this just gives her an opportunity <laughs> to be like, here's a tour of the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just the grossest, right? Because what the fuck is an Aston Martin vanquish anyway? You know, like, <laughs> who cares in the grand <laughs> scheme does. of things? Steph does. I literally Steph is rock hard. Oh my god! Writing these chapters. Okay, so I just googled this to figure out what they look like because sure. I wanted you to do know. Your research. Yeah. And on Google Images, the suggested searches next to it, not in the search bar, when you actually look up the images, are white, blue, British racing green, and James <laughs> Bond. So, was she just like, what does James Bond drive? I want that to be in their garage. Yeah, that's fair. So anyway, um, Jacob decides to go on a drive, as one does when they're upset and has access to a car. And (laughs) he says that in a sick way, it's his lucky day because he's going 200 miles an hour. Hey, can we not? (laughs) To get to Seattle in two hours, which like, first of all, Mm. Jacob, very unsafe. But two, fucking listen, if I could do that (laughs) with my need for speed... I would do that. My Tokyo Drift looking ass. <laughs> Listen, I didn't practice all those years on Mario Kart for nothing. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean. Rainbow Road the shit, you know? The, yeah, the, actually to get from where you are to Seattle, it is Rainbow Road. That's it's literally, canonical. That's I'm not sure if you're aware of what the five looks like no, uh, <laughs> up there, but it is in fact Rainbow Road. Um, wow, that's a fun fact. <laughs> Um, please don't contact the local government when you get up there and are disappointed. You know, it's just, it's because of, there's no sunshine. You I'm going to call it's your a- senator and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, senator. <laughs> hey, Patty Murray, what the fuck? Anyway, so during all this, all of the fam are on the side of the highway, like, checking in on him. So Leah was there as he drove out. Quill's like, hey, hey. And he's just, like, on the side of the road, like, hey. Um, and shouting. <laughs> Jacob's like, fuck this. And just turns up his volume a little bit louder. The problem is, is he gets to Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And makes some very creepy decisions. <laughs> like saying, but I'd seen all the girls in La Push and up on the McCall Res and in Forks. I needed a wider hunting range. So... Fuck this, first of all. It's so bad. It's so bad. He's trying... Let's look at women and see how they're not good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Women are objects. Women are objects. Now, here's what I need. I need that for always. But I need that specifically <laughs> as a ringtone, please. And thank you. Um, but yes, that was great. Thank you, Cody. Cool. Uh, so he makes some very creepy decisions of like, so I'm I'm gonna imprint today. 
I'm going to fall in love. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Where do I need to go? And he's like, Mom. I'm the bachelor. <laughs> I'm the ba- I'm bachelor. One day. Going to do it. Um, where's Chris Harrison? <laughs> Please, God, help me. <laughs> um, he, like, slides into Chris Harrison's DMs. Like, ASL, where you at? Um, <laughs> so he's like, he fucks Chris Harrison. <laughs> After all this, he fucks Chris Harrison. Plot twist. Um... <laughs> So his first, will you let me fucking finish the sentence? <laughs> he decides to go to a mall at first because he's like, where, where do the women hang out these days? <laughs> um, he's like, obviously mall. Then he's like, wait a second, do I want to imprint on some girl who hung out in a mall all day? Ugh. Ugh. How is your internal misogyny, Jacob? Anyway. He's like in a Claire's and he's like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> he's literally this is not Bruce the cultured women I desire, I crave. Bella he's, would never step foot in here. He's disassociating so much that he's like tempting to try to put like fucking earrings on. Like he's like, this will catch this will make someone notice me, right? And then he's like, wait a second, fuck this, and like kicks a display over and then leaves. <laughs> Anyway, so he decides, no, I'm going to go to a park because, sure. And he gets out there and he's like, I hadn't noticed till now. It was a nice day, sun and all that, which like, <laughs> I just love the friend, the sentence sun and all that. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Now, all that nonsense in the fucking sky. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Jacob, yeah. you've been an asshat so far in these past Correct. two pages, and I want to slap your face, but I also want to kiss you. Like, it's a complicated relationship. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, <laughs> I just I no. just want to gently shake him, you know? That. Um, but here's the thing, and he does something that's not okay. He, go, he pulls up to the park, right, and he parks across two disabled parking spots, which, like, Listen, hey kids, just popping in here to let you know, don't fucking do this ever. Yeah, don't be a shithead. Don't be rude. Um, hey, you know what? That's a good life lesson. Don't be rude. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so through the rest of this day, like literally he stays there all day because he starts talking about how the sun is like changing positions or whatever. He is staring at every woman that's in vicinity of him. It's the creepiest fucking thing that's ever been described. And that's saying something, because this series has some buck wild shit in it. It's all very bad, and it doesn't help that every time he talks about, like, a specific woman's, like, traits, or, like, how they compare to Bella, or, like, what they look like, or whatever. So bad. He's always calling them, like, that one, or this yeah. one. Yeah. And it's just, like, they're, I mean, you don't have to know their names, but you could just, like, you could just use pronouns. I just don't understand. But, like, that one over there... This Hi, one. Alex. I'll take objectification for 500, please. That's uh, <laughs> But um, yeah. Because these are people. They're people. And it's then just he's so always bad. just like, well, this one's wearing way too much makeup. Or like, this one could be like a model. And blah, 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 blah. It's like, hey. Hey, Jacob. Hey. <laughs> hey, Jacob. Stop. <laughs> is you rolling up to this park and there's a significant high difference between you and Jacob, right? And he's just like staring, like focused on all these people. And you just come up to him and just like pop him in the jaw like, hey, hey! (laughs) That is my dream. (laughs) Not enough to like cause damage, right? Like not enough to knock some HP off. But like just enough to like wake him up. Like you know like when dogs start like licking their junk really up to weird place to go. 
<laughs> that was a weird thing for my brain to do. Um, anyways, but you know when you just like <laughs> flick someone to get their t- anyway. Um, I'm just saying. Um, Jacob's the worst. <laughs> Um, now we get and the award, the Oscar for best <laughs> metaphor goes to. <laughs> oh my god! So here's the thing: we need to talk about Lizzie. We do because here's the thing, y'all. Um, there could have been a Lizzie <laughs> in all of these characters. There could have been a Lizzie, and that's so much promise, so much potential. Well, and like that's what Steph's trying to do here, right? Of like right. a what could have been, and it's. Like, Steph, you're not even trying. Like, you're not... It's not subtle at all, but thanks. Anyway, so Jacob has this conversation with this this person named Lizzie. And she comes up to him and is cute and is like, Hey, so you stole that car, right? You should probably be a good citizen and take that back. Like, trying to be all jokey Mm -hmm. and cute about it. And he's like, it's not stolen it's borrowed and he's just like breaking down in front of this girl i just i'm just yeah he even says like my voice sounded horrible like i'd been crying or something embarrassing (laughs) um and she's still like sarcastically joking with him about all this like yeah that'll hold up in court random tall man Um, (laughs) okay green giant so anyway she's like oh yeah by the way i'm lizzie let's have this conversation and he like doesn't shake her hand rude Uh, anyway so they have this like sort of conversation um and then she starts talking about the car and she knows what kind of car it is which like obviously (laughs) she's Uh, perfect Right. And he even is like, why couldn't she be the one? Like, why did everything have to be so complicated? And he's like, come on, Jake, just like imprint already. (laughs) So they're having this conversation. Um, She has dimples. It's great. It's perfect. Everything's great. But of course. She's everything you could ever dream of. Right. You know, like dimples. It's, you know, that's what (laughs) qualifies as a human, right? Um, (laughs) uh, That's what it says, actually, in Oxford English Dictionary, if you weren't aware when you look up human. That's all it says is just dimples. Um, so sorry if you don't have dimples. Uh, you're not a human. Like this is you're... a wild take to have made on this. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you're probably all lizard people, um, yeah. <laughs> and therefore we can't be friends. Because <laughs> I have a very anti-lizard people platform. Oh my god! Can we move? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Jacob gets pissed and he leaves and he goes back to the Colton house. But before he does that, he's like he actually admits to being melodramatic very important part because he was like that drive was a little retrospective because he was like i didn't want to go where i was going back to the house back to that forest back to the pain i'd run from back to being absolutely alone with it and he's like okay that was melodramatic i wouldn't be all alone (laughs) and it's like damn jacob (laughs) like that got a little real like spoken word real anyway so he starts talking about Leah and how, like, they're great as best friends or whatever and character development and all that shit. As he's driving back, he sees Sam and Jared and then Leah and Seth and they're all trying to make sure that because he's a loose cannon and everything. When he gets into the garage, Edward's there. And that was weird because Bella's dying, right? So he hey. shouldn't be away from her. <laughs> um, we also need to talk about that phrasing <laughs> later on <laughs> because, hi, um... So then they have this conversation. My favorite thing is when Jacob gets pulls into the garage and then a student, as he does that, Edward's like, so a few things, Jacob. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no hi, no preamble, no anything. No, just no, like, let's cut the shit. Let's just. 
I've been reading your thoughts. What's up um, about Leah? Yeah, so can, do you want to explain Leah? Because this is a wild situation that happened. Yeah, and also is never addressed. Oh, again. well, yeah. Because yeah. why? What? Who needs that? But apparently when Jacob was on his um, Piss Baby Tour um, 2017. Um, I literally almost just bit on my laptop. <laughs> you can't just say funny shit like that when I'm taking a drink of water. I'm sorry. <laughs> Piss um, baby tour. Okay, that's good. That's good. Anyway, um, apparently Leah went up to everyone being like, hey, y'all, what the fuck is up? Hey, I want to talk to Bella. Like, turns from a wolf and, like, lets her guard down and turns back into a human. It's like, I need to speak to Bella. What the fuck is up? You've been treating Jacob like shit, all these things, like he loves you, and blah, 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 and all that. And apparently to the point where Bella is, like, crying. Because, again, she's, like, half alive at this point and is very emotional and tender. <laughs> hey, her I'm soul Leah. By- <laughs> I'm 19. I never learned how to be subtle. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Leah. I'm 19. I never learned how to fucking communicate because I've only been surrounded by dudes and nobody wants to talk to each other. And I mean! <laughs> but yeah, basically that happened and then Jacob's like, what? She did that for me? I didn't even ask her to do that. What? And Edward's like, of course, I know you didn't ask her to do that. I can read your fucking mind. Like, That's why I'm here. the wave. I got it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so they have this conversation, right? And it's just great. Because character development for Leah, right? But also, Leah, I adore you. I love you with all my life. You have no chill. Same. But also, (laughs) you're talking to a very emotional, dying pregnant woman. Just (laughs) a few notches. Just a few notches, babe. Maybe read the room a little bit. (laughs) Maybe just (laughs) Maybe now's not the right moment. Maybe after the demon baby is out of this bunny is the time for you to... You could yell at her all you want then. I just think now might be not a great time. Hey, Leah, how's your vibe right now? (laughs) How's your chakras doing? Uh, So, yes, they have this conversation. And then Edward starts talking about a few other things. He's able to read more of the child's mind now and notes that the child has, quote, remarkably developed mental facilities. Hmm. Really dull way of talking about your child, but great. Uh, Yes, and the child loves Bella. And also, Edward is wrapped around the child's finger already. I love it. It's great. It's great. I love Daddy Edward. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> it's just great. But um, like Father Daddy, not like Daddy Daddy. You know, like, just to, just to clear that up. Just to... I mean, for you. Oh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Father. Uh, that's not my bliss. <laughs> As we're having this conversation, Edward's like, so we need to deliver this child, like, yesterday. Because it's killing Bella. It doesn't mean to be. It's trying its hardest to just, like, meditate. But it's still killing Bella. And, you know, relatable content. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but Carlisle's not back. Most of the party is. Like, most of the fandom is there. But Carlisle's not there. Which hey. is convenient. During all this, they have decided that tomorrow is when Bella's going to have the demon child. And Jacob loses it. Not in his usual, like expressive loud way but in the like oh this is fucking me up like quiet way which Mm -hmm. is not good because the other thing that edward wanted to ask about is so do we have your permission to like have the child and not start a war which like stephanie 
Of course you put it in Jacob's hands. Like, I roll. You're uh, the only person who can make this decision. Nobody else has your authority. <laughs> Just you. You are the only person. Right, exactly. The, the fucked up thing about this is that, so Jacob is like crumbling, right? Because he's finding out that Bella's, as, what he thinks anyway, is going to die tomorrow. And Edward's like, so I get that you're doing this right now. I'm totally offering you support. Like, I'm being super supportive right now, but also I need this from you. <laughs> Which, I mean, same. I need this. <laughs> anyway, he's like, just give me a minute. I need to think this through. You've thrown a lot of things at me. He starts talking to Seth. Because Seth comes up and is like, hey, are you good? When he's in wolf form, Seth tells Leah to back off. <laughs> and then edward says one of my favorite lines from the whole series when he's talking just about seth and he says that seth has one of the purest sincerest kindest minds he's ever heard Mm. and i just um my favorite thing about this interaction too is edward is like you're so lucky to have his thoughts to share and jacob's like i know that (laughs) like that's it. He's just like I know. not He's perfect. I got it. <laughs> I know how much you want him around. Okay? I got it. <laughs> Bella is now awake. So they all go in to worry about her. She's been drinking blood by like the gallon apparently. Yeah. It's nasty. It's literally okay. So just know that like moving forward, every time I read like from this point forward, it it's so hard for me as someone who has a very anti-blood platform. Um, it's just, it's a lot. Jake is there. He's trying to talk to Bella. Bella's being like, I don't want to inconvenience you because I'm a Virgo and I don't know how to talk about things in an upfront way. <laughs> but in order to like stop him from, or in order to stop her from apologizing, Jacob literally like takes his fingers and like closes her mouth, which like, first of all, Jacob, don't do that. Yeah, let's not. We're not four years old anymore, and you don't just, like, put your hand over someone's mouth to make them stop talking. That's not how this works. Come on. So Bella gets up to go pee because pregnancy bladder, but also she's been drinking blood, as you do, when you're pregnant. You know, vitamins. Um, (laughs) And she asks if she can walk and not be carried because she's effectively been sitting for, like, a couple weeks now, and her legs are stiff. You don't want that shit to atrophy. And in order to do that, she's carrying her cup with her, and typical Bella... On the way of doing that, two things happen. The, the catalyst for all this is dropped cup. She bends down to grab her cup when she has three people completely at her beck and call who <laughs> were all reaching to grab it anyways. But, you know, she's an independent woman and she can yeah, grab her own sure. cup. For sure. Now, <clears throat> okay, when this happens, <laughs> quote, there was the strangest muffled ripping sound from the center of her body. And this is when shit pops off. (laughs) And this is where I want to know all of your thoughts because, hi. (laughs) Bella literally turns into the exorcist. Like, literally? Like, her everything snaps. Like, she goes limp, but, like, her stomach is just, like, fucking going at it. And it's nasty. It is nasty. It is. It's it's pretty nasty. She literally... She yarts his blood, folks. Like, it's yeah. bad. Um, I don't know. Listen, I'm not a pregnancy expert. You should listen to a different podcast about that. But I do know that you shouldn't vomit blood in general. But also, yeah. especially when you've got pregnancy there. That is the last line of this chapter. Yeah. So then we move on to chapter 18. 
There are no words for this. Probably the most aptly titled one of all of them. For sure, yeah. And it's just, everything is happening. Rosalie and Edward take Bella upstairs, where they've kind of set up a makeshift hospital room. Mm-hmm. Alice, now keep in mind, they're both there. Alice and Jasper are there. Jacob's there. That's who we've got in this house right now. Yeah. Um, when all this shit pops off, one of my personal favorite things about all of this is how they all respond to this crisis. Like, it's one of the only things that I feel like Steph does right here because of the fact that, like, Rose only cares about this baby. Like, yeah. that's her only focus here. Edward yeah. is like, my what? Like, my wife. <laughs> like, I need to take care of my wife. Um, Jacob is like, uh, I mean, Bella, right? But he's still, like, struggling with everything that's going on because he had a very set timeline of when she was going to die, and this is not on his schedule. And that's just disrespectful to him. So he's, like, not dealing with it. Well, you're all. Alice is rushing around and trying to get Carly on the phone and, like, facilitate everything. My favorite thing about all this, though, is Jazz. Jazz is completely out of the situation. (laughs) No, it's Because he knows better. Yeah. Right? Blood, right? Right. He knows there's been a lot of blood in his area lately, and he knows that his best space is to just not be there. <laughs> so they get on this bed, and Bella's body is described as flopping around like a fish on sand, which, like, no. No. Yeah. Um, what they find out, the placenta is detached from Bella's stomach. What? Um, <laughs> and Bella is drifting in and out of consciousness. When she's awake, she's, like, screaming to get this child out of her, which, same. <laughs> um, and Edward's only hesitation is he's trying to give her morphine for a bunch of reasons during this yeah. situation. But his his original goal was to give her morphine before his venom to ease the process. That's not really happening anymore. There's blood everywhere. And Rosalie's trying to talk to Carlisle to be like, baby, how do we do this? And... In order to get the child out of Bella's stomach, Rosalie's like, fuck this. We're not waiting. I'm going to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And then Rose actually, <sighs> like, is around Bella's blood a little bit more. And she kind of loses focus a little bit. So on top of everything that's happening in this room, now we have Jacob tackling Rose so that she okay. doesn't bite Bella. <laughs> and then and then Alice quote, yanking Rose by the throat to get her into the hallway because she's become a nuisance in the situation. So, great. (laughs) Cool. Everyone's on the same page for sure. Yep. We're all doing great. Now, Bella's suffocating and turning blue. So, Edward has Jacob start CPR on her. Sure. Great. Yeah, sure. Then, during this, her spine breaks. You know, as you do. Like, really casually. Right. And Edward's, like, in horror, right? Because his (laughs) wife is literally, like, falling apart in front of his eyes. Jacob says, get it out of her. She won't feel anything now. Now, you're not wrong, but it's a very interesting response to to trauma is all I'd say. Um, Jacob is literally controlling Bella's life right here, right? Like, he is literally doing CPR on her. And that's just a lot of responsibility for him. During this, Edward uses his teeth to take the baby out of Bella just to make this a little bit easier hopefully sure and now the important thing if if literally anybody else other than Cody has never read Twilight 
series and this is your first time going through the breaking down series during all of this jacob's eyes are only on bella until we tell you otherwise jacob is only looking at bella and that's very important because edward says oh hey it's a girl it's (laughs) renesme and Jacob's response is, so Bella was wrong. What hadn't she been wrong about? Which, like, damn. <laughs> All right, fucking chill. <laughs> this, Bella is literally dead in front of you. Her vessels and her eyes pop and he's from still screaming. Petty. So, like, <laughs> he's still like, this bitch can't <laughs> figure it out. Anyway, I just thought that was great. Now, Ugh. Bella's like, I want this child on me right now. And to be close to this child. And Edward's like, of course, my wife. She says this. I do this. And Jacob feels something warm against his skin. So that's a big deal. Because yeah. things aren't supposed to be warm with him. Bella freaks out. She's like, Renesme, great. Then <laughs> there's a problem. Because Renesme bites into Bella's skin. You know, as you do. Right. Um, and <laughs> my favorite thing is Jacob's response to this. Because apparently Edward was like, no, Renesme. Like he was <laughs> teaching the monster manners. Which, great. After this, after Bella saw her child for the first time, Bella dies. And here's the thing, folks. Hey. It's been 50 episodes, you know? And we've been saying we've been saying a lot of shit about Bella for dying. Goofs, you know, for the bit. Even. This is this is the one. This is it, boys. <laughs> this was the final boss battle, you know? And uh, <laughs> we failed. <laughs> yeah. Bella was out of hearts, you know? So that's it. So she had her last heartbeat and Jacob's like, all right, so back to CPR. Um, (laughs) And during all this, he's trying to understand why Edward's taking so long to just change her, right? And (laughs) my favorite interaction out of all this, because this is a lot of fucked up shit, right? (laughs) Edward tells Jacob, take the baby. And Jacob's response, throw it out the window. Yeah, no, really good. (laughs) Um, Thanks, guys. (laughs) Take one for the team over here. Just fucking chuck it, you know? The woman fucking. I love is I'm keeping her alive right now. You want me to hold that thing? That monster? Throw yeah. it out the window. Yeah, fucking punk that shit like a football. Get that out of Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. It's a human being. Well, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, so Rosalie comes in and is like, Guys, 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 hey, I got this. It's all good. I'm fine. I'm totally fine right now. (laughs) So then that heartbeat goes away. And earlier he had said that the heartbeat was too fast, like a hummingbird or some shit. Now, during all this, Edward starts to put venom into Bella. Like he has a huge syringe that he puts into her first. And then he starts like biting her all over her body to get more venom into her, right? Hoping that this works. Now, here's the thing. Jacob starts to slowly realize that this isn't Bella anymore. Like, she's actually dead. Edward hasn't realized it yet, but Jacob has. Like, he just says, there was nothing there, just me and him working over a corpse. And that both, like, the woman that they both loved was now just a broken, bled-out, mangled corpse, and that they couldn't put her back together again. Which, like, damn, how's your melodrama? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The fucked up thing about this, though, Jacob says something that's kind of, like, gross to me, and I wasn't sure how you felt about it, too, but he says during all this, she was wasn't here anymore so this body had no more draw for me Ugh. and I was like it, that that always makes me 
feel gross. Right. It's like a woman has no value to me as if she's just, you know, her soul isn't there. And what I found originally desirable about her isn't there anymore. Later. Yeah. So Edward's like, just leave. Just get out of here. I need to deal with this. And as Jacob's leaving, Edward is, like, saying over and over to himself, like, she's not dead. She's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's sad, first of all. So rude. (laughs) Anyway, um, as Jacob's walking down the stairs to get out of the house, all he hears is, quote, the sound of a dead heart being forced to thud, which, like, all right, Steph. Damn, Stephanie? Steph. (laughs) All right, Stephanie. Um... (laughs) So as Jacob's getting ready to leave, a few things happen that are yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say game changing. Yeah. <laughs> now, remember a couple minutes ago when I said that Jacob had only kept his eyes on Bella? Mm-hmm. Now, that hasn't happened anymore. When he gets downstairs, he sees Rosalie feeding Renesme blood, as one does for a newborn baby. Didn't you know? That's what newborn babies uh, survive on, is blood. The- all went to high school. We all did science. <laughs> we all took a health class, you know. We all took health. Um, now, during all this, Jacob has gone from being numb and losing his the love of his life to now being like, oh, there's that monster that just killed Bella. I'm going to break it. I'm going to just, just do a hit. Destroy- yeah, I'll do <laughs> a million hits. Yep. And his decision now is that all along, Sam was right. This thing isn't... Is an abomination, a black soulless demon that needs to be destroyed. <laughs> so he is like, all right, Rosalie has her back to me. I'm just going to do all this. I'm going to fight everybody in this house. And you know what? I'm going to leave Edward alive because that's the worst punishment possible. Fuck the consequences. Yep. Here's the problem. Rosalie lifts the baby up to stare at this adorable Renesme, who's pure. And, um, hey, Cody. Hey, Cody, what happens? I don't want it. I'd stop. I just can't. <laughs> you fucking. Uh, fucking imprints of his child, his baby child. <laughs> I cannot believe you made me listen. Listen to this. This nonsense. My very own ears. My virgin ears. Yep. <laughs> my innocent baby ears. All this time, you know? Apparently, it wasn't Bella, you know? It was just her womb, you know? Because he looks into those brown eyes that the same exact color of Bella's, and then you just see Jacob fall on his knees. And there's, like, two pages of this, right? That he's He's like... like, I found the symmetry of the universe. Everything (laughs) is beautiful. I never saw life like this. And you're like, this is a child... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is when you scream on this podcast. <laughs> so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> so many tweens were reading this. I, I now I do need to ask you, did you know that this I, was happening? So I think I was like mildly spoiled for it, but I kinda like repressed it enough. Great. But, like, and as I was, like, listening to it, like, the way that they kept, like, sort of, she kept sort of hinting to it, but not really, and kind of being, like, like, little by little, it kind of became a little bit more obvious, and to a point, but by the end, I'm like, oh, well, this is happening, and I hate it, I hate what's happening, I hate it, <laughs> and then it actually happened, and I'm like, I can't believe, guys, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, so, 
there's two things happening here. Jacob on his knees staring at this babe. E. Baby. Not babe. Just Literal baby. baby. Literal Newborn. baby. Fresh out the womb. <laughs> Fresh out the oven. Um, with a hummingbird heartbeat. Shout out to Katy Perry. Um, oh my and, God. <laughs> and, then, um, and then the last lines of Jacob's fucking debut of writing um <laughs> it's he says, monologue <laughs> from upstairs there was a new sound the only sound that could touch me in this endless instant a frantic pounding racing heartbeat and that is where jacob's chapters end and that is where sort of breaking dawn part one ends the I movie it. i hate it <laughs> i fucking hate it now, I won't do it this week because we've had so much to talk about. But sure. please know that in the next, probably, I don't know if we'll talk about it with, with Rachel, but there is a lot of discourse about the imprinting topic. I fucking um, bet. I fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I think once you have a little bit of context of how Bella responds to this, um, I think that will be a good time for us to to delve into it a little sure, bit more. Sure, sure. Because um, there are, there's the most, the most amount of it, I would we say. We love discourse here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good tie-in though, because so next week we're going to be watching and reviewing Breaking Dawn Part 1, the movie, with Rachel and Chris from Coffee with Rachel. Which is very exciting. I'm so looking forward to you seeing all of this come to fruition. I've never dreaded anything more. I know, but (laughs) that's why I love it. As usual, we'll be doing a live tweet of our movie watching experience. It will be on Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And that's Thursday the 7th at 7. Oh, that was cute. Wow. I didn't plan that, but that was good. We're Easy so to cute. remember. I love when that happens. So that's great. Now, Cody, would you do me the honor of reading and telling me about our iTunes reviews? Yeah. We got one from someone who says they used to be a fake listener. I'm assuming that's what it says. It got cut <laughs> I off. I think so. But yeah, I believe it. Uh, but now they're not because they left us a night reading review, which you can do in the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes on your desktop, whatever. Even, listen, listen, guys, hey, guys, even if you don't even use the Apple Podcast app to listen to your podcast, just like, you know, download it once, write a little review, never touch it again. That's all you need to do. Just for us, between you and me, I won't tell Tim Cook, I won't tell anyone at Apple, I won't, it's gonna be fine. Just, it's gonna just you and me right here. Consider it a great Candle Nights gift for the both of us. So, you know, think about that. Anyway, this review says, I've never felt so personally victimized by a podcast before. <laughs> and that seems great. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Alexis Elizabeth. That, yep. Nailed Is it. that a bot? Swish. Nothing but net. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, for our patrons this week, I thought that we would do something special to commemorate the fact that Jacob Black's chapters are over. God bless. <laughs> Thanks, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> bye. 
giving each of our patrons one of the chapter titles. Oh, God. Prepare for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> so our $25 patron, Rachel Swan, <laughs> is good thing I've got a strong stomach. Oh, Rachel Black is sure as hell didn't see that one coming. Jessica Stanley is TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Jessica Hale is some people just don't grasp the concept of unwelcome. And Ems Yuli is too much information alert. Great. So... Good riddance, Jacob Black. Ugh, you burn in a fire. <laughs> now, I have a special treat for you for fan fiction today, Cody, <sighs> because I know that this was some rough stuff to go into. We have a user-submitted fan fiction today, one that was crafted just for us. This was written by Tay45Tay, oh. and Taylor says that they're new listeners to the podcast and that we opened their eyes to the concept of Charlie and Carlisle. Mm, mm, and mm, because of the mm. fact that now they ship it, they had to write a fan fiction about the two of them. Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? This is the best day of my life. So this is an excerpt from it, but I just felt like it was, it was worth talking about. I love it. Charlie Swan was tired of his daughter ignoring his presence. He was tired of how Bella would refer to him as Char-Dad. He was tired of all the goddamn animal attacks in his small town of Forks. Charlie tried to be there for Bella, but the more he tried, the more she pushed him away. He was getting tired of trying, if he was honest, and all he wanted was to somehow find happiness among all the stress he was facing. Charlie knew where his happiness lie, at the hospital with Carlisle Cullen. He had tried to deny his love for the golden-eyed man, but the more stress and work and Bella put on him the more he found himself dreaming of a life far away from Forks under a warm sun with Carlisle. And then it changes perspective. I'm smart. I'm sorry, Esme. I just, I have to leave. Carlisle said guiltily, his head down turned and avoiding her tender gaze. She sighed. I understand. You love him now. Esme placed a delicate hand on his shoulder. Go on then. You've given me a new life, a better life for many years. You deserve to be happy with him. Carlisle looked up quickly in shock. He pulled her into a hug. You're an angel, Esme. No one deserves you. And then I'm just going to skip forward a little bit. So, Charlie, Carlisle, the two men stood there before one another, a breath apart, anticipating what they were about to do. Flight 109 to Greece, now boarding. Carlisle smiled to over to Charlie, connecting their hands. Let's go, my love. Charlie's hand squeezed Carlisle's excitedly. Yeah, he grinned. Let's. And then they lived in Greece, and Carlisle turned Charlie, and they both got some good dick. End scene. Bitch, yes! yes. <laughs> we did a full 180. This is the happiest I've ever been on this podcast. This is it. This is so good. Yes, 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 yes. Vampire Charlie with Carlisle getting uh, that good, good dick in that Mediterranean sea. Ugh. Imagine. Wow. Ugh. So next week, there's going to be a couple of people saying this phrase with us. But until then... That's the same course. Get fit. This is an Earbud production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at krausefilms.com. The intro and outro was done by KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. 
Hey Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast, the the, the strange little people. One, strange right? little people, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can the, listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah, it's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now. As we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.